0: And also, it would be in the office, and they'd say things like, "Yeah, so this drug costs an extra three million a year per patient, or whatever it was." Yeah, the costs are incredible. And I said, "This is this is stupid." Basically, got fired. To be fair, but then I said, "Look, I'm setting up a recruitment business." So I did that. I did that for four years. It was making money, but I hated it. I got lonely working from home alone all the time. Yeah. And then the real kick that got me into like property, into like assets was I thought.
1: Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. We have a very very special guest in the building. How are you doing today, Tage?
0: I'm good, you know. I haven't recorded a podcast, even my own ones, in a long time. Really? Yeah, I've just been busy with life, getting married, get, going honeymoon, going stag, doing my own residential house, which is totally different to like wow. investments. So yeah, I've, I'm excited to be here, man. And wow! When did you get married? When married in? I should know this. Yeah, um, <laughs> you should. Yes, you should know this. I'm married um, early August. We had two weddings, like two okay. beginning weddings. But yeah, early August. And I went on my stag after my wedding. That's interesting. Yeah, Why? I injured myself the day before going on my stag ah. originally, and I couldn't. So I was like, "Boys, sorry." I moved after, which was better because it was less busy. Yeah, you know the kind of um, the drug use in Ibiza was less at that time. <laughs> than, <laughs> the drug use, yeah. in that, okay. like it was, just, yeah. it was just it wasn't it wasn't too packed. I yeah. could actually dance. I could actually move. So yeah. and I didn't drink. So I'm there to dance. So I need space. So I, you know, it, it didn't work out for the better, but it worked out for the better. Okay, nice, nice,
1: nice. A beef. <laughs> I was wondering why, why after. That's crazy. I, I, I yeah. I it. got, just I how got.
0: we do these days, isn't it? It's just <laughs> style. And how many weddings did you say you had? You had like two, two weddings. Yes, yeah, so I'm a Sikh. Okay. She's Hindu. So we had like one kind of wedding each as such ah, and then one like big party. So wow. it kind of, and then during the week we have like kind of um, traditions that we do, okay. cooking. It's a lot of like partying and eating, yeah. which is the two things I love the
1: most. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's so insane. Um, I've never actually been to an Indian wedding. You're I would love missing to, out. I'd love to, to go to yeah, one one fun. day. It sounds, it sounds amazing. Like
0: it's just yeah, a lot of people do a mad big and crazy and big and showing yeah. off money and all that. But like, ours wasn't like that, but it was just fun. Yeah. Just good vibes. Beautiful like old barn. We had it in. Mm-hmm. It was just nice. Like my wife did a lot of planning. I have to say this on camera. Yeah. She did everything. It was me. Okay. She, <laughs> yeah.
1: she did everything. and You just contributed. I just, I just turned up. Yeah. You just turned up. Cause I
0: know later. she'll be like, Oh, I heard you said this. Uh, you, you did something. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> right, mate, yeah. Oh man.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, I suppose so. It's a, during that time, how was it for you? Was it like quite, quite, quite busy? It,
0: it was busy because like, although she was doing most of it, I still had to like make decisions, still mm-hmm. had to like chase suppliers. Yeah. Like I, I, like, because I do property and it's like every project is project management mm-hmm. and even just running a business, like yeah. is like project management to an extent. Yeah. So organizing the wedding, like for me, my mind just broke it down logically. Like this is a project. We've got an end date. We've got, we need this, 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 this. We'll get six quotes each if we like them we'll, you know it was very logical to me That's how yeah. my mind works where she was more like maybe emotional and she doesn't really project manage the psychologist or a therapist so she doesn't have that same like yeah. management so i looked at it like this is not that stressful mm-hmm. i'm sure i'll get some comments about that <laughs>
1: because <But>, um, <laughs> okay. like, of all the stress that it, which of all the stress, we'll find out after, yeah. Yeah. yeah so
0: like yeah i just look at it logically and broke it down like i do with anything and said okay here's the steps here's instructions how do we get to the solution? And what are the problems? And what are the obstacles? Like yeah. COVID, for example, we delayed it by like a year or year or two years. Mm-hmm. Um, various things, you know, last minute people dropping out, this happening. So, yeah, it, it was a project, but I think it's a lot more fun than a project. Yeah, but also maybe more stressful because you care. It's not like um, when I do a flip, for example. Obviously, it has to be beautiful. It has to yeah. look good. It has to have swag. Yeah, but it really isn't as much of a care as your own home or your own yeah. project so yeah a lot of transferable skills i would say okay like f- wow that's crazy
1: ready. and for the listeners who haven't met you before i'm, I'm sure a lot of, a lot of the listeners are, uh, are going to be some of your listeners that will listen to this Who, who is Tej?
0: so i am a property investor landlord you could say uh podcaster public speaker i have two books on amazon yeah Um, My podcast has nearly hit a million listens. We're at 912,000. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, because I said I've been lazy the past few months. We didn't get there. Um, It is right now a pure property podcast. It's actually changing. So by the time this gets released, it could be something, you know, it should be something else. Um And that will kind of come There'll be a launch party All sorts of stuff around that A launch party, a launch party. <laughs> so I love partying and eating You do so Yeah Food and music I'm there yeah. Um. So yeah That's kind of what I've done I bought 15 properties In my first nine months Yeah And we're going to um, talk about that Yeah that's, and I raised, That's insane I think I raised about £850,000 of investor finance Yeah So like loans from people Like you Like me Just yeah. anyone uh, Which I used to build the portfolio Which is worth about £1.3 Probably more now Because markets go up And they go down Yeah I've um, done a few flips as well in the meantime. And I used to host networking events, okay. uh, which were really fun to be fair, but it's all sort of changed with COVID. And, I'm, and you know, I've invested in crypto, NFT, yeah. stocks and shares. Wow. Uh, in I, everything. In every, I get bored easily, uh, as you can tell. Yeah. And I am also buying businesses. Yeah. So okay. moving into the, uh, the new year, I'm going to yeah. launch a restaurant or buy a restaurant. Okay. So, yeah, kind of cha- things are changing, things yeah. are kind of moving. But, yeah, property has given me what I have today, for sure. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow, that's insane! Okay, we're gonna take it. We're gonna take it back a notch a bit because, yeah, of course, sure. we're gonna. Everybody's definitely gonna want to hear about a puppy. but obviously, want to get to know the person mm-hmm. behind, you know, all of this. So, so you mentioned India. Are you? Is that where your parents are from,
0: from? Yeah, my India? parents are from okay. Punjab, North India. Okay, and they moved here. My mom moved here when she was young from India. My dad moved here when he was a bit older from Africa. They went to Kenya. Okay. A lot of Indians, oh. a lot of Punjabis, in Kenya and Uganda. Yeah. So they moved from there. You know, when they were, I don't know, five or six, back in the kind of skinhead era when racism was slightly more obvious. Mm-hmm. Ain't changed that much, has it really? But it's, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, hasn't really. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we all think it has. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in a period where obviously it was quite, uh, I would say, quite difficult yeah. for them. And there's, you know, I mean, there's so much to talk about in that sense. But yeah, um, from Punjab, nothing okay.
1: And were you born in India or here? Or I was, was born here.
0: Okay, born. Here. Um, I think London, India. somewhere else. Uh, yeah, West London, near Heathrow Airport, Hounslow. Okay, or Southall yeah. is kind of where I like was properly brought up, I suppose. Yeah.
1: And did you grow up in that in that area? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. So born in um, Hounslow, grew up in Southall and Hounslow. Um, my mm-hmm. parents divorced in two thousand and two, mm-hmm. so I grew up in kind of both. Okay. They're both very similar areas, yeah. I suppose. Like What's it
1: like? Because I don't I don't know them too well. I don't know Southall, Hanzlo it's, too. It's
0: too all far. Indian. Everyone's okay. Indian. Everyone, really? Yeah. Like okay. Southall especially is a yeah. little Punjab. Okay. Now, it has changed in the last, well, yeah, like last 28 years since yeah. I can remember. Um, Indians have moved out. They've got more money. They've gone to like Denham and other kind of posh areas. And it's it, it's definitely become, I don't want to say worse, but it's become rougher. Rougher? It's yeah, interesting, right? I think it's because... It, as a property investor, I see it as people like families lived there. Mm. They then moved out because they got more money and mm. then rented the houses out, didn't care so much who it's rented to. um, Antisocial behavior. You know, there's just as much as it's like zone four yeah. on the cross rail, it's like, you know, it's they got new builds there selling for yeah. 400 grand for a one bed. It's mad. It, I think it has got rougher over time. Like when I go back and my dad still lives there, he sort of mm. just you hear things and you see things mm. and. You know, growing up there was amazing though, because I think culturally there I'm a majority in England, a majority, yeah, of course, tiny minority. Yeah. So it's quite nice because it made me be in touch with my culture, learn my language, know how to read and write it, which mm-hmm. is not easy because it's, it's not, um, you might call it symbols. Like it's not um, uh, like Latin script. Yeah. Like Latin letters. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think growing up there for me had a really positive impact because I got to learn more about me and my people. Okay. As opposed to if I grew up in, I don't know, the middle of Surrey in the countryside, yeah. <laughs> like I might not know my history and the the reality of the relationship between Britain and India as well. So there's lots of things I learned. Yeah. And I'm grateful for being there.
1: Wow. That's so interesting. That is that is fascinating. I'm really It's more fascinated interesting than property, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it is. It actually is. Wow. That's that's epic. Okay, so you obviously you love the area. Did you go to school in the in the area Yeah, or? I went to school in like Heston,
0: okay. which is basically Hounslow. Okay. Hes- Again, okay. all all Indians. Yeah. Um, like ninety-five percent Indian, I think, okay. and then African, mm. Caribbean, and then like a tiny percentage of like English white people.
1: Yeah. And school wise, what were you like? Were you good at school? Did you like school? Was you or were you a bit more on the I was you know non-educational vibe?
0: I, I definitely was like I need to study and get good grades. Mm -hmm. It was definitely like a thing. Maybe that's like Indian parents being like, you got to do what you got. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, um, I wasn't like social like this. I wasn't, you know, um, friendly. I say I was quite like tense, quite like um, angry, I suppose, as a kid. Like I was the Mm. total opposite of what I am now. In terms of like education, Mm. yeah, it's, you know, B's and A's. Okay. um that's a good B's in Yeah, a? yeah yeah i mean look, yeah. typical indian i'm like oh, i could have got a star This <laughs> <laughs> like, close but like um yeah and then a level same a's and then you know yeah it, like i definitely valued it mm-hmm. looking back uh, university was just a joke it was just fun yeah i what did, what did you study i studied biochemistry okay bio, so i okay. love science yeah health fitness science mm. I, I did then so i that's still what do now pretty much
1: did throughout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even at like high school, I was like, yeah, I love biology. I love chemistry. This is it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then when I got to uni at the time, I think there was always something in me that thought, why am I doing this? Like, okay. I I kind of, if I wasn't studying a science, I don't think I would have gone to uni. Really? I think for certain vocations, like being a lawyer, doctor, Mm -hmm. scientist, et cetera, you need uni. You definitely need it. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just, it's a prerequisite end of maybe now it's changed i don't know but back then it was and so i you know did it but i think in the back of my head i was always just like Mm. like how is this gonna make me money how is this gonna build a life i want to build how is but it didn't really come to the forefront i just carried on studied i I went to america for my second year studied abroad which was just incredible yeah uh and yeah like i was never top of the class but i wasn't never bottom okay but if i and it still stays with me to this day if i don't want to do something it's so hard to make me do it right and that's why having your own business is great because it's like if i don't want to do that i'll outsource it mm-hmm. i'll pay someone else to do it or i won't do it yeah and that's why i'm changing from property because i'm like i'm I'm cool i'm done we're, you know we're, we're cool i'm gonna keep buying property yeah but it's oh, we're cool next you know wow
1: wow so I'm just trying to so the whole business, you know, education not really being from you, was there somebody else in your family that was into business or was it just something like was no. there somebody that you looked up to that you're like, yeah, okay, this Yeah, is,
0: well. you know, I've been asked this question before and yeah. like there's no I can't you don't f- know,
1: you're not sure. Yeah, it might have like, been dash, naturally, you just It, it might have
0: been just rebellion yeah. from <laughs> like my par- you know, like my <laughs> parents then being kind of sl- like my dad's quite, I would say, a rebel to like yeah. culture and to like norms and traditions. Mm-hmm. And then my mum to an extent is as well. Yeah. So I think that came from them. And then like I'm trying to, you know, people say, Oh, who did you look up to? Like, you know, mm. Mark Cuban or I don't know, something. Like that, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. And I'm kinda like, yeah, when I was younger, there, you know, there wasn't necessarily like my dad had his own business as a photographer and videographer. He does all my stuff, like he does all this for me. Um, my mum was a head teacher. So, you know, and she still is, but there's, yeah, there's no one, even uncles, aunties. I can't think of someone who had their own business. I think it was just a case of the, the logical um, thought or theory of yeah why am I doing things I don't like? Life's too yeah. short. Um, why am I, and this sort of clicked as I got a job later on and be like, why am I working nine to five, mm-hmm. like, or nine to six most of the time, even though my contract was nine to five? This also confused me. And I'm earning this. And then I go home, I spend an hour on the train, I eat and I sleep. And I'm back here tomorrow. I'm like, I don't even like you lot. I'm working with, yeah. like, <laughs> I I'm ba- like you, you lot. Know, yeah. I'm like, I barely like what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I was just so confused. Like logically, I was like, this does not make sense. There's got to be something else. Like, yeah. and I just thought I'm, I can do what I like. Yeah. So therefore, if I'm going to launch X, Y, Z business, I'll be good at it. So I, and I'm very, very logical, like to my detriment. Like I lack empathy. So okay. I think for me, it was just a logical thing of, nah, forget that what are we doing? Like, what okay. can I do? And I can do it. Yeah.
1: Wow. So what was that? What was that? F- what was that last job before you got into property? What was that? What were you doing?
0: So I got a job after uni, after about 50 interviews, which mm-hmm. they don't tell you this when you're going for a degree. Yeah. Right? Come it's in, tough. you know, yeah, you'll, you'll yeah. be in the top percent. You'll get a job straight away. Oof. Um, Got a job at like a medical education firm. So like marketing in uh, medical, but for doctors and nurses. Okay. So you can't be as like, you just have to be very, Sometimes they're boring, you know, statistical driven, etc. And then I was in there and I read this book by um, Ben Goldacre called Bad Pharma. A really good book for anyone to read. And also would be in the office and they'd say things like, yeah, so this drug costs an extra three million a year per patient or whatever it was. Yeah, the costs are incredible. And, it, you know, it extends their life by three days. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I don't mean to be crass here, yeah? And every day counts, but are we really... Spending three million pound of taxpayers money on this novel drug. That's amazing. and We're big enough that gave someone three days of extra life. Now I appreciate that is an hour long podcast in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like what's the price of life, but you have to take a a view on it. And this is where my lack of empathy helped or didn't help. And I said, this is, this is stupid. Mm. Like if you said to me, Tej, do you want an extra three days of life at the end of it? But, you know, I don't know your family, for example, are going to be paying this off for the next ten years, which technically we all are through tax. Mm. Yeah, I'd actually be like three days. Mm. I don't know. Like, it's easy for me to be like, no, nah, I'd say yeah, just, just you no, know, forget it. But my logical mind just says this is nuts. Mm. Like, there has to be, and that's three days not proven. It could be three days, could be none. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, because you because know, it's drugs. Yeah, you it react differently to me. Yeah, that's true. And I'd hear things like this every day and be like, what? I'm supposed to promote this? <laughs> Like, oh. do you know what I mean and so I left that job got a big pay rise like 40% pay rise I'm like, wicked at another similar business I didn't really like the culture there um, and basically got fired to be fair okay yeah they put me in a room you know made me come in I was like flipping heck you know have my little pack lunch everything ready for a normal day at work come in see the hr lady and she was a bit all hr people sometimes a bit you know um and i saw her and i was scared already i was like oh mm-hmm. no. so i went to the headmaster's office and she goes yeah you're not performing you know what we expected in the way you interviewed mm-hmm. and i basically was like yeah you're right i'm not yeah so yeah got fired went home to my mum and was like <laughs> you know that degree i did didn't really do much for me It's got fired and she was like silence wow silence is worse than words sometimes you know when it's just like yeah the breath and then they walk away i'm like oh no,
1: God. yeah um, like, i'm disappointed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just the,
0: the look and i told my dad and he was like oh wicked what are we do next like he's, <laughs> he's, he's he's like the total opposite he's like so yeah. like he's just like a free spirit and yeah you
1: know, like they look forward to the future like, yeah
0: like yeah, you know what yeah. like okay cool so like he was a bit like what's your i gonna say i was like nothing that's the worst part um, but then I said look I'm setting up a recruitment business because I think I had a friend who was doing it he said he's going to mentor me still waiting for that mentoring so yeah, <laughs> <I> still <laughs> for mentoring yeah I'm still waiting time for time I'm uh, sure he sent me an invoice for it I never got the mentoring though um, and then yeah recruitment was great great <laughs> business you know if you're that guy or that girl and you can do it yeah. and do the calls oh the money's good like and you need minimal setup cost yeah. laptop LinkedIn premium 40 quid a month I'm telling you, you can make thousands of pounds a month profit. So I did that. I did that for four years and it was kind of golden handcuffs. It was making money, but I hated it. Yeah. And I got lonely working from home alone all the time. Yeah. And then started working like, in house. And then the real kick that got me into like property, into like assets was I thought, right. If I do 40 calls in recruitment, I'll make three grand. Yeah. Cool. But I have to be here, sat here for four hours doing that. Yeah. I thought, no, nah, no. Nah, hold on a minute. Surely there's got to be something that if I put time into on the front end, for the end of it, for the rest of life, it'll pay me back. And basically what I was describing was assets. Mm. And I said, you know what? Like, I need to wake up. Like, if I want to wake up one day and bake bread, I will. Like, today I'll bake bread in the morning. Monday. yeah. First bake bread on Monday. Me, because I can. (laughs) Like, this was the dream, literally. I was like, nah. Because I'd go to my desk and sit there. And then it'd be like 5 p.m. And I'd be like, so, you know, what have I done at 5 p.m. Like looking at my thing and I'm like, I've sat at my desk all day. I don't know what the hell I've done, but it's 5 p.m. And I wanted to get rid of that feeling. I yeah. wanted to be in a place where I could be like, okay, if I want to wake up today and do whatever I want, I can. So what came from that was assets. Yeah. And what then stemmed from that was property, which was, okay. I want something safe. Yeah. I want something risk-free or minimal risk. I want something that will make money while I sleep. Yeah, And then it led me to property being the safest asset at that time, with the money I had to invest in.
1: Yeah, wow, that's insane. Wow, you said a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and
1: you went through a lot, and you went through a lot of trials and uh, tribulations as well um, All the in time. story. Um, so I'm assuming that recruitment business is no longer. Yeah, yeah, it's no, no longer, longer. I just so sort you of just sort, of sort of stopped used it.
0: Use the money from it as yeah. like a company loan yeah. for the property company to, you know, be able to invest. But yeah, it's just
1: just there. Kind of stopped it sounded like what you were kind of seeking was like an element of freedom for sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can definitely get that in property. So you, I think I, I saw your YouTube, I saw your uh, podcast. I'm working my way through actually your YouTube videos. And so you said you got went from zero to 15 properties, in nine months, which is exact. Is that, that's actually, that's not even borderline. insane. saying that's crazy. That's <laughs> insane. That's like super insane on steroids, right? Because that's more than like a property per month, right? Yep. So how 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 did you actually manage to achieve that? Can you walk me through how that happened? Yeah, sure. So
0: yeah, it is more than a property a month. That actually ends up being about four because I refurbed all of them. It wasn't just here's the keys to rent you it out. Refurbed all fifteen, all of them. So and wow. they're two hundred miles away from home. So wow. there was a point where I had five or six at the same time being refurbed away from home. Yeah. Now let me tell you something. Managing one close to home is so difficult because the yeah. builders are just dicks managing five away from home, like it actually broke me. Like I had a full breakdown. I was just like, I can't do this. This is the, what, Like this is nuts. Like mm. I'm grateful that I've done it. And people always, like, oh Ted, I want to emulate you. Like my mentees are like, oh, I want to do the same as you. And I'm like, I really don't think you do. Mm. Like, because you know, it, it is a riskier way of doing things. I mitigated the risk of course. Um, You know, but in terms of the steps. Okay. So you need, I suppose you need two things in property or mm. maybe anything actually to work. You need money and you need deals or property. Yeah. This my brand mm. got me the money.
1: Okay, and it actually got me. So Is that because as well. you start your Instagram page? Yes, I and so you're doing your so, documenting on YouTube. Yeah, now. I
0: started this end of 2018. Mm. I hadn't done a single property viewing. Mm. Like really? I was, I was new. Yeah. So I was literally documenting like me learning, mm. and that's why people really connected with me because they said I'm in the same page as him. But yeah. like, and you know, he's asked, I'd be in a podcast asking questions that mm. I actually wanted to know mm-hmm. because I didn't know them. Yeah. Now I ask for the viewer the listener but then I would be like yeah so what's this I'd be like oh cool so because of that people connected with me emotionally I was authentic from day one I showed the reality things going wrong me you know feeling like crap doing this yeah. teaching people about different structures you know just helping and adding value mm. people then connected with that journey got my first property go-
1: and then they saw it how much did then... you put into your first property what was the first so I put
0: 30,000 pounds of my own okay. money into my portfolio from day one Okay, so 30, and since then I've put in nothing Okay. I might put in a couple so of So You quid, put 30,000
1: but... in the first one and then you decided to and then ever since start then, raising money from other people. Investor finance. Okay.
0: Yeah. Why did you go down that
1: route? What was the I like didn't thinking an, behind didn't that? didn't have enough money. Okay. You know, was ha- that because you felt like things were going too slow? Yes. Yeah. If, okay. if, so
0: if I used that, th- I had a bit more than 30 grand. But yeah. I think it was 50. I probably had four property. Mm. If I just used that and did my strategy, I would have probably bought two properties a year. Mm. And after like the third or fourth year, that 50K would have shrunk mm. and shrunk and shrunk. Okay. So basically, I'll be sitting to you here with, I don't know, five properties. Okay. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, property is so slow, it's so yeah. antiquated and, uh, and outdated. Yeah. Everything's like a dinosaur process. Yeah. Each property, in my case, like single lets, like a normal family living in it, yeah. generates anywhere from, I don't know, 250 to like 450 a month profit okay. out of London. You imagine taking four years to buy five of them just to generate a <laughs> random? <laughs> I'd be pissed. Yeah. So I just knew, like, as soon as I did the maths, I was like, "Yeah, we need to get a move on here. Yeah. I can't just be buying, you know, all this nonsense." And actually, it's quite common in in like property yeah. in certain circles that, to use investor finance. You know, like okay. it's normal. Yeah. Um, for small deals, for big deals, etc. So for me, it was a case of this is normal. Mm-hmm. I need it. Yeah. And. Can I do it safely and properly mm-hmm. and look after their money?
1: Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay, take me through the first the first deal that you did. So you put 30k, it was a refurb. Did you did you get it on auction or was you just buying it from like So a I bought it from seller? a deal sourcer. Okay, kind deal of like sourcer. a
0: recruitment consultant for property. Okay. They bring you a property and say pay us yeah. a fee for bringing it to you. Okay. <laughs> Most deal sourcers are absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say the opposite. Most <laughs> are really good, but yeah. I wish I'd have doubled um, the amount of properties if yeah. they were. Um you know what it is any job with a low barrier to entry? There's yeah. a lot of crap.
1: No true, offense, but estate agents,
0: personal trainers, very true. I see a lot of injuries in the gym about to yeah. happen. I see a lot of bad because it's, it's, it's easy to do. Yeah, um, to be a deal saucer, you can be on tomorrow if you want. Yeah, it's, like, true. It, it's, it's nothing. So, yeah. it was from a deal saucer. Um, we bought it for fifty grand. So mm-hmm. I did actually have an investor on my first deal, mm-hmm. family member. So they put in thirty grand. I put in thirty grand. Mm-hmm. Bought it for fifty. The Property for 50. The property okay. for 50 cool. Stamp duty, legal fees, refurb all in. We're in, it's in my book as well. We're in for about 62 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew what well, we didn't know, but we estimated the end value based yeah. off data, not just yeah, it could be this, like a <laughs> lot of people do, which is so scary to be 80,000 pounds. Okay, so we're like, okay, give me 50, 80. There's some, there's some fat in here, there's, yeah, there's some money in here. Did the revaluation after six months and it came back at 80. Okay, and now. This is where that like, the strategy might get a bit complex, but I bought a house for fifty. I spent sixty two, and we're all in yep. for sixty two. So there's sixty two here. Now it comes back valued at eighty. The lender will give me mm. on a mortgage seventy five percent of that new value. Yeah, obviously with a resi, it's like they give you ninety percent, right? Yeah. But buy to let it is lower, so they go cool. We'll give you seventy five percent of eighty, which happens to be sixty. <laughs> so there's sixty two here. Yeah. Is paid off. Yeah. I get my money back. Investor yeah. gets their money back. Yeah. It's two and a half grand in. Mm. Okay. I'll leave that in. Fine. I've now got a house. Okay. With, once it's on the mortgage, that is netting me oh, is it 340 something a month profit after everything. Yeah. And I've left in two and a half thousand pounds. Right. A so quick mess. Well, at the end of what? 10 months or mm-hmm. less. I get paid off. Yeah. It's yeah. a free house. So yeah. right now it's house. a free house. There's not. There's. There's no deposit. There's no. If yeah. I sell it, mm. I will get twenty five percent of eighty grand as my wow. profit. Yeah. And so I did this buy refurbish refinance strategy yeah. over and over and over again. Okay. With some flips, which is buying to sell. So what it means is, if you give me a hundred grand, mm-hmm. I can pay you back. Yeah. Because I pull it out. Yeah. Whereas the old school way, which is put 25% in, yeah. leave it there. <laughs> wait, wait yeah, for a little wait, bit. <laughs> wait, yeah. Get gray hairs, have three kids, buy another one. You know yeah. what I mean? So have your kids have kids, then buy another one. Yeah. It's just a much more efficient way. And my book is literally the guide to BR. Yeah. Because, well, there's no other book on it. Yeah. And it, it, it can be a complex strategy Yeah. and it blows your mind. Even now, after 18 deals now, mm-hmm. it blows my mind. I just think, I put no money in because of investors. Mm. I pulled it all out. I got a house i still sit there just like it's crazy mad. though wow yeah. wow it is yeah it's powerful man yes
1: yeah. hmm. and we're, we're definitely going to discuss a bit more about br mm-hmm. I, I wanted to know um so currently your portfolio is still 15
0: yeah uh it's 12 at the moment okay it's 12 because so i bought 15 in yeah. nine months yeah sold three of them okay to fill the gaps that were generated by money left in okay some deals didn't go to expect to yeah. um as expected yeah or they just left in more money and I yeah. still bought them. Okay. Uh and then I bought two more since then, which mm-hmm. were flips because I want chunks of cash. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it sits at twelve currently. Um two of them are actually service accommodation units. Okay. So like holiday lets. Yeah. The rest are single family, family. you know, yeah. normal lets.
1: Why did you go down that route? Like instead of like what what did, what's the other word for it? Multiple households with multiple occupancies. Mm. Is that what is it called? Yeah. HMOs, HMOs. yeah.
0: So yeah. HMOs is five humans who don't know each other in a yeah. house. Stealing each other's milk and cheese. <laughs> and you people know? do it. Yeah, no, people do yeah, do that. 100%, yeah, 100%. Oh, I can't change a light bulb, Ted. Can you come and change it for me? Like, bro, you're 27. So yeah. I felt like you You can't change a light bulb. For me, it was just a lot of work, um, a lot of management. Yeah. Now, look, some people have, I know loads of people in my network do HMOs. Mm-hmm. Great. Lot. Loads of cash flow. Like, good. You know, they manage it. It's great. But when you put them to the side off a podcast and you mm-hmm. say, come on, so how is it really managing it? Mm. 99% of them say, it's tough, yeah. you know, it's or, or it's all right. Or like, yeah, it's okay. But they mm. never say with their <laughs> chest, yeah, yeah, it's easy. They never, <laughs> I promise you, bring them on your podcast. They'll say it to you, they'll say it to your face with their chest. Yeah, it's easy. As soon yeah. as it comes off, they'll, they won't. Yeah. And like, that's just social media. Everyone lies. Um, I just didn't want that. But also, yeah. I like the path of least resistance to the mm-hmm. most result. Okay. I like efficiency. So, For me, HMOs have a much bigger refurb cost, a lot more regulation, like Mm -hmm. building regs, planning maybe, depending on the size of it. They just take longer. There's a lot more that goes into it and goes into maintaining them. I wanted the most boring vanilla property portfolio, (laughs) right? Because I want it to be passive and to last me a long time. So it needs to be boring.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I like that. It's so funny that you're saying boring, even though you sped up to get there, you sped up to get to yeah. boringness. That's, Basically. Yeah. Cool. I, I
0: went fast and hard to yeah. just be boring, and boring. Yeah.
1: But yeah, because I guess you were, you were seeking that safety. Mm-hmm. Um, How much is that? How much income is it generating you monthly? Mm-hmm. Oh, the, those
0: tall properties? So believe. anywhere from mm. four to five and a half thousand pounds a month. Okay. Wow. It varies because of the yeah. service accommodation, mm. because that's like in summer, woof, it'll be way well on the fat end. Winter. On the lower end. Wow. And also, every time a tenant leaves, the rent goes up. The market. I don't increase rent on my tenants when they're there. But when they leave, and I've had three or four leave this year, the rent goes up by 60 quid a month. And that's okay. profit.
1: Oh, wow. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, it's just got going up. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Oh, my God. So is it going to stay there? Or are you going to stay at 12? Are you looking to increase it? Or are you just like, okay, this is a this is enough? I'm
0: always going to buy. Okay. right? Like, I'm always going to buy property just because it's such a good asset. But, and I think we touched on this at the start of the podcast, like, I'm looking at other stuff sort of more actively. Yeah. Um, you know, every year, if I can add five to it, yeah, I'm happy. You know, maybe, okay. maybe add four to it and do one flip to give me a nice chunk yeah. of, say, 40 grand to just... I don't know do something stupid like buy a mclaren or something <laughs> <laughs> um, like then I'll be then I'll be fine yeah um, and now I've got the teams that outsource I don't need to visit I, you know right now I can get deals and the market's shifting which is good so I got my mm-hmm. shopping bags ready um I can kind of do everything from my desk from my yeah. phone so I will continue to buy I've got the investors as well but nowhere near the same energy I had before okay cuz I don't need it I'm not interested yeah um and probably just isn't like some people do it for their whole lives, mm-hmm. and they're passionate, and I love that mm-hmm. for, for many reasons. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, um, I've done what I need to do. Okay,
1: that's fair enough. So you feel like you've hit hit your end goal with it almost. Yeah, like yeah. I've
0: probably gone more than I expected. Yeah, um, and the income is more than enough to yeah. pay the mortgage, pay the bills, live a good life. Yeah, you know, pay petrol, and sh- you know, it's kind of it covers everything. Plus, obviously, there's education income coming in. Yeah. There's like investment income. Yeah, you know, so. And now I've got flip profits sitting there that also needs to be invested yeah. to generate. So I'm sort of in a position that, yeah, like I wanted to, I mean, I've been in this position mm. for a bit now, but now it's kind of in a place where, yeah, it can just really take a backseat.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Obviously we don't want it to sound that this was easy. I'm, I'm huh. sure that I'm sure the listeners know. Can you talk to us about some of the challenges that you had actually with, obviously I've watched your videos, but yeah that you've had yeah so you're building you know, like, your initial portfolio
0: you know to get one property secured on a br or a flip you're probably looking at 40 80 100 viewings depending on the market yeah because wow. if something's listed for 80k you're probably gonna have to buy it for 40 so you got you know you're really putting in the work pissing off a lot of people in in the progress of it in order to get a deal If you're doing HMOs, it's a lot less because you can offer asking sometimes because you're adding so much value. You're changing the fabric of the building. With what I'm doing, you're not. You're kind of re-adding value that they lost by letting it be deteriorated or being in bad condition. So, you know, one of the things is, yeah, like you got to put 40, you know, viewings when I was doing it plus to get one accepted. Mm. You go to auction, you might view 40, you never win one, right? You got to read 50, 60 legal packs. And by the way, I can read them. I've learned. I've got a mind that works like that and I can understand it and I've had help from my solicitors to learn how to. If you can't, that's 250 quid a pop for your solicitor to read it and you can't not let them read it, right? Mm. So I've read 400 plus legal packs in my time. Maths, I'm not even going to do the maths. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That, and so I've read 400 and I've got six deals from auctions. So you can see the hit ratio. Yeah yeah okay i've made more money than i spent mm. but if you're starting out looking at that bill and then and then that even mentally having to do that it's a lot so there's that kind of it's a numbers game thing at the start like mm. you have to be able to put in that work mm. like i've done viewings like days of viewings like 10 15 viewings a day like no lunch nothing just boom 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 running around wet socks wet yeah. shoes <laughs> no fi- like, it's, it's all up north yeah well in wales where I'm okay best. wales okay so just yeah wet and cold wow. and just miserable and like, but you still have to be there and you have to come out of the property, do the spreadsheet there and then well, whilst I'm still learning because I was new, put an offer in because you need to be in there mm. and onto the net. And, it, and it's a lot of sacrifice, a yeah. lot of hard work, a lot of things that you wouldn't do in a nine to five. Yeah. The comfort that you have in a nine to five is not there. Um, dealing with everyone in property seems to be a dinosaur, solicitors, <laughs> land registry, accountants, but oh God, like my, my my team are amazing. My solicitor, my broker, yeah. everyone. Like my broker's incredible. Big up Shaz. Um, but most are not. Yeah. Like, like in life, I suppose there's yeah. an average and there's a top ten percent. Yeah. Uh dealing with builders. Whew, there's a bottom ninety nine percent of builders, which is all of them. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a top one percent. Like I promise you, like. It, anyone doing their refurb Is going to know What I'm talking about Yeah Um. And there'll be some people Commenting saying Oh I've had really good builders It's probably because Your uncle bruv Like <laughs> so, Like Honestly Dealing with builders Is just That's the part that I
1: Like when I think about property That's the part that scares me The most Because I feel like It everything should, else it should. Is Almost binary in a way It
0: is yeah Like
1: if they don't do it You know But like with that It's almost a bit More subjective How do you know If they're plastered yeah, right Until exactly. the ceiling
0: falls on your head Yeah And I've had yeah. this Like and again, like people don't have enough construction knowledge and yeah. YouTube and books are incredible for yeah. this. But they go into a refurb, like I said, just, oh, we'll find a builder and they'll they'll do it and then it'll be done. Yeah. It's like, no, like there's so much shit that goes into it. Even mm. finding a builder takes, like for this, for my own residential, I sp- I've spoken to 40 plasterers. I've had about eight quoting and I finally picked one. For my wow. cottage I just did, I spoke to about 120 trades in total. And then I picked six worked on the house. That's me sitting there Getting part of Yeah I'm not not free until next September Or them coming over and saying Yeah 40 grand for a 20 grand job You know so There's a lot of that numbers game thing Mm -hmm. But obviously from that comes grit Comes determination Comes patience Comes knowing why you're doing this Mm -hmm. Because if you haven't got a strong why You're not going to sift through this many builders You're going to say Oh I can't be bothered You know So you know working with builders in itself Is like a uh, yeah man It's it's. it's <laughs> seem broken <stress>. from it <laughs> I, am, I am broken from it That's why like now I only work with one builder And yeah. he's incredible Yeah um, And I trust him And he Like But that, and I've never found anyone Like him since mm. Like there's always Something There's always You know I've had one builder Once call me Be like Oh Tej Can you transfer 57p To my account I need to get a little plastic <laughs> I was like I was like bro I was like How are you running a business A successful business When you ask asking For 57p To cash flow you I was like <laughs> you're and imagine on the phone. I had to be like, "Yeah, yeah, buddy, know where send me the receipt." I yeah. put the phone down and was like, "Is this for? Is this for 57 real?" P. Fifty-seven p. I was like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. Look, to be fair, he did a new roof for like two grand. Normally it's five, so yeah. you get what you pay for, innit? Yeah. But you know, there, there's so many challenges. <laughs> like, um, I know, man. This is like even interior design. Like, I yeah. love it, right? And yeah. it's so important to selling a house and making it a house that people fall in love with. Yeah, it takes hours. Like yeah. my wife now, because I'm doing it for our house. Mm. She's like, oh my God, you spent like 25 hours on a kitchen. I was like, yeah, and that's the hours you saw. Yeah. Like there's hours of me in bed being like, do I want yeah. Do I want green? How do we do yeah. it? We'll sink to-. Like there's so much that goes into it that people don't realize and they just think, oh, I've got 50 grand. Let me just buy a property and do it up. Mm. It's just not going to work like that for people. Like it's, mm-hmm. people need a reality slap or reality mm. check. Like it's not that easy and it's not like, so, you start making tables, yeah? You're a mm-hmm. furniture table maker. If I make this table here, I'm going to lose 20 quid on the MDF, about 30 quid on the legs if I flop it. Mm-hmm. If you invest in property and you flop it, you're losing 20, 30, 40 grand, 50, 500 yeah. grand in London. Yeah. Like, unless you've got that money to play with, if you have, come talk to me. <laughs> unless you've got that money to lose, yeah. Like, stop being an idiot. Yeah. That's what I said to people. That's crazy. So, how how can
1: people, I guess, make sure like lower lower their risk i suppose okay education is the way it. education,
0: education yeah. and mentorship yeah. like there's okay so there's free stuff like this podcast yeah. like my podcast mm-hmm. like my youtube et cetera that you've seen so consume that stuff and there's so many hours of content we both know like tens hundreds there's of hours Lots, of yeah so yeah. much obviously find who you like and who's realistic uh you got books which as suppose as the next level 10 15 20 quid each go on amazon set yourself 100 quid budget mm-hmm. Find the best books on property Two of them are mine. Uh, and 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 read them. Look at the reviews as well, right, people? Like people, you know, reviews are there to help you make purchasing decisions. Uh, the next level above that is like paid education. This is a minefield because, uh, and you may see in other sectors as well, and you probably see in property, mm-hmm. people in property, a lot of people in property are not authentic when they're selling something. Yeah, They promise a reality, financially free in seven days, first yeah. deal in a month. And then people do their courses because society, we're stupid and we're shallow and we want this shortcut. We want a six pack in a week. Doesn't happen. Um, We believe it. We do the course and then it doesn't happen for us and we say, you told me it was going to happen and they say, yeah, but it's your fault. You didn't work hard enough Mm. or you're not the top 10%. Sorry. And then, so there's this like chicken and egg where it's like society we're stupid and shallow, we believe this crap and we're vulnerable to it Mm. because we hate our jobs and want to get out of it. I get it. But then we've got people preying on that and people who are really good at advertising. Yeah. And it's, it's basically a vicious circle of expectation, reality, and a lack of authenticity. Mm -hmm. So people have to be really, really careful when they're looking for education to look for, you know, people's reviews of doing it. uh, What are people who've done it? What are they doing? Look at the person's brand. If they're not posting downsides, they're not posting reality. It's simple as that. Every day we have something go wrong in in life. Um, And if someone's not showing that at all, Mm -hmm. it's fake. Yeah. Even if you could say, oh, but they're just not showing it. Okay, but that's still fake. Because you can't present a brand or an image. I mm. can't say I'm a property developer mm. and just show you the profit and the good stuff here mm. whilst being like, yeah yeah, 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 it was tough. Yeah, yeah, cool. Anyways, no. Mm. I'm like, it was tough and we made some money. Mm. Well, that's cool. But it was flipping tough. And so that's missing. So you people really need to do their research on education. Like yeah. do the free stuff, do the cheap paid stuff. And then- do your research like i said if they're not showing the downsides yeah fake yeah I, I
1: remember a video of yours i think it was uh, it might have been your first property actually i remember the one oh what what was um oh, what what had happened i think you had bought it off somebody who was supposed to do some refurb. They hadn't yes, done any. Yeah, this is the deal. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they hadn't done any refurb on it. The whole thing, yeah, that sounded like a nightmare. Yeah, that one sounded like. A nightmare.
0: And I've had that over and yeah. over and over. Yeah. You know, I've had times where, like, and just thinking about it, I'm not an anxious person. Yeah, like mm. I can talk, I can get on stage, I'm mm. dancing for thousands of people, I before You yeah. know, I have, I have no shame, I have no anxiety about anything. Yeah, but when you're doing a refurb. And when I wake up, and I think a lot of people do this, I don't like looking at my phone. I like doing my meditation, doing my thing, and then looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. When you have refurbs on, you either get woken up by a builder, fighting another builder, classic. um, Or you get woken up to, oh, sorry, mate, can't do this. This is broken. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you should flipping Like, don't come to me with problems, come to me with solutions. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of anxiety around, even now I'm doing my own house, of like, oh, is it gonna go well? Is it gonna go well? Like, you know, if I get if I see my my, thingy t- my plumber message me, I'm like, oh, what now? What you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. and actually, it's been okay on this, to be fair, yeah. but you, I still have that feeling in my stomach of like, shit, what's wrong now? Yeah, you know, what I mean? and you're under time pressure because you've got investor finance, you've got to pay them back. You got the fact that every month means you're making less money because you're paying, in, and so you know, there's a lot of and. And this is for someone who doesn't get anxious, doesn't worry. I'm so carefree. I'm so chilled. Mm. As a person, I'm just like, whatever, like things don't bother me. I'm feeling like this. Like if you're someone who has anxiety or feels, you know, it gets easily stressed. Like this is going to be, don't come and say, I want to do what Tej did. (laughs) Okay. Because (laughs) like you don't, like I barely scraped by and did it Mm. like without being scarred. And I'm definitely scarred. We're all scarred from life. Mm. Like, so it just takes, and you were saying, you know, like the kind of issues. It just takes such a strong person. You can become yeah. a strong person to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that anxiety is just like, and and people have messaged me on Instagram to my stories saying, "I feel the same thing." Yeah, that reflux really, anxiety is real, yeah. man. Like it's, and it's not spoken about. Of course, it's yeah. not, right? Like, because mental health of course, isn't yeah. like spoken exactly. about it's enough. Tough. Wow.
1: Talking about anxiety, interest rate rises. I'm sure that must have given, that's given the whole of the UK anxiety. How, was how yeah. that? Like, has that had an impact on, I guess, your portfolio? No, um, okay.
0: because yeah. I, oh. because I fixed it for five years, Ah, two years ah. ago, because I did a calculation. Me and my broker, we sat down and did a calculation and said, if we fix it for two years, it's cheaper. But if you fix it for five years, it's a me- it's meant to be more expensive. But all the fees, all the legal fee, everything taken into consideration mm. over a 10-year period, the time, not financial advice, it was better to do two five-year fixes than to do five two-year fixes. Mm. So I said, and it's less hassle. Mm. So I said, let me do five years. So I had one expire a few months ago. And yeah, that was unfortunately when the rates were like crazy high. Yeah, I think my mortgage increased by 35 quid a month. Okay. But then my rates have gone up on that service accommodation. Yeah. So it hasn't really affected me. Mm. Uh I think inflation in fact affects us all obviously, mm-hmm. but no, no no real effect. Okay. Let's see in a year or two or three yeah. where we are. Um but, you know, you see the news headlines. Mm. People are selling up. people can't afford. Yeah. You know, I've seen the, the people's like stories where they're like, yeah, you know, now the mortgage is at 500 quid a month, the rent's at 550. Yeah, making no money. So Yeah. You know, one person's misfortune is another person's fortune because I can yeah. buy that house and I can yeah. make money off that. And that's, yeah. you know, it, like it is what it is. It's just a circle of business and a circle of yeah. life.
1: Yeah. Do you think buy to let is still viable though in this current environment?
0: Um, I, th- I think it is. Yeah. It's definitely not as viable as it was. Yeah. Uh, single lets are definitely harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, rents have gone up as well though. So yeah. it is viable. They haven't viable. Gone up as much. Though. They haven't. No, they yeah. haven't. No. And they don't go up as crazy. Yeah. You know? like, interest rates yeah. just jump and you're like, yeah. it's nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I mean rates are coming back down though For for Mm -hmm. mortgages definitely Even though I think the Bank of England Just increased it And I think they're going to again In the future It is viable It just means you have to get An even better deal Which means even more work And this is why like You know I Like so when periods like this happen I just I'm like a bear I just hibernate I just take it easy Like Mm. am I going to do 80 viewings now When I used to do 40 To get one deal
1: Mm. No? I'm just going to do
0: stuff like this all day
1: Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Chilling on podcasts (laughs) Yeah
0: Play FIFA I'm not I'm not going to um be inefficient yeah when I don't need that property right now. Yeah. I don't need the risk of mm. rates going up or like having to squeeze everything out of mm. this deal. Like, nah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. See you in a few months. Yeah. Bye. Cool. Not everyone has that luxury.
1: Yeah.
0: I've worked to a position where like I can do that. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's it's a choice as well. But it is viable. It's hard. It is it's just it's
1: just made it harder. Okay. And has it made it harder on the flipping side as well? Do you think?
0: Um, you t- to an extent, because I suppose yeah. like my residential mortgage, I don't know what it is. It's like 4. It, it's true. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> I remember when we first looked like a year or so ago, it was like 2.2, yeah. 2, point. Yeah. Isn't. But because I'm self-employed, because you know, blah, blah, blah. blah it, one lender was available and it was mm. slightly more expensive, but it was still, the, it was still market rate. Right? Mm. So, situations like that like i'm looking at you know people are looking at their mortgages to buy the house and they're saying oh, maybe i'll just stay put yeah you know, because I, I can't afford and bills going yeah. up, and you know when i get my tesco order or the supermarkets are available mm. uh i just look at the basket and say what mm. boss man i paid 70 pound and that's what i'm getting now I, I used to get a lot more for this amount yeah. of money and so with all that combined yes People buying, you know, they're going to be in lower numbers. They're going to be more like knocking your price down. Mm-hmm. I think that's been happening. It's been reported that prices yeah. are coming down. Again, you've got to have a better deal. Yeah. you got to hibernate. you got to, you know, maybe wait it out a little bit. Mm. You know, there's various things you can do to like reduce the risk on a kind of micro level, but it does make it harder. I mean, I'm lucky I sold two of my flips before, just before this madness. Yeah. If I was selling one now, I'd probably expect to get, Chipped on the price, really. Whereas before, I was yeah. sitting there like this, like, "Yeah, how much do you offer me? What are you what are you bring into me?" You know, like, like I was Henry VIII or something, like, literally, like, what are you bring into the table. Yeah. And now I'm like, please, yeah, you know, I'd be like, please, please, yeah. sir. can I have some? Like, that's that's just the market feast and yeah. famine. It's just the market.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's some of the pitfalls. Because I was thinking, oh, flipping sounds so cool, but what are the pitfalls? And it sounds like in a mm-hmm. potential recession, you might lose out on it. You I mean, look, spend all this still, money and people are still moving houses. Yeah.
0: People are still buying, yeah. but you know you may have to take a hit, yeah. and that's like, we all, we're all taking a hit, yeah. right? Like we're getting less from our shopping, we're spending yeah. more on fuel, we're maybe yeah. not going out as much. Although I don't know, you take a walk around London, eh? I know London recession. Is, where who? Like, I
1: know. <laughs> I was thinking, there's no recession in this city, <laughs> yeah. man. And at the Christmas <laughs> yeah. shopping, I'm like seeing
0: yeah. people with. I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, it's the bills. What you're just not putting <laughs> heating on, but you're. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. I don't know what you see in the media and what you see in the streets, and I appreciate it's a certain group of like society, et cetera. Yeah. um, the market's always going to affect you, but it's also not good to have the mindset of, Oh, I'll wait. Like yeah. people said, Oh, I'll wait till after Brexit. Yeah. Oh, COVID happened. I'll wait after COVID. Oh, now we're post COVID. So I'm waiting for, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what are you waiting for? Like Michael Jackson to come back? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to just, you know, it's not wait and buy property. Yeah. It's buy property and wait.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like that. I was wondering, cause flipping, um, I, I watched uh, a few of your videos. What would, what realistically would ha- In this current environment, what would you say is like the minimum amount somebody would need if they were to flip? So, looking at investor finance, maybe some of that. Yeah.
0: So, the easiest way, because the number varies depending on where you are London, it's, I don't know, 300 grand. Yeah. The north, it's 30 grand. Yeah. The easiest thing to do is is simple is to say, right, I need 25% of purchase price as a Mm -hmm. deposit minimum. I then need about 4% in fees. So, Mm -hmm. you're probably about 29%. -hmm. Let's just call it 30 just to get the keys, oh. right? Um, and now to refurb it, you're probably looking at another, in most cases for a flip, probably 15 to 30 to 40% of purchase price. Okay. So a hundred grand house, you need 30 grand deposit fees and to get the, just to get the keys. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you need 15, 20, 30, 40 grand to, to refurb it and flip it. Okay. So add them up together. That's how much you need in cash. Yeah. Doesn't have to be your cash, mm-hmm. but it's how much you need in cash because yeah. the seventy-five percent, a bridging loan, a bridging company, which is like a mortgage for a short-term like refurb, yeah, they'll give you that. Yeah. So all you need is twenty. Well, not all you need is a lot of money. Mm. You need the twenty-five percent plus the fees of five percent plus a refurb of fifteen to forty percent. Mm-hmm. Most of the time for a flip, it ends up being forty to fifty percent of purchase price in yeah. cash, some type of cash to do a flip, to get the keys, do a flip and have the keys at the end and say, mm-hmm. put it on the market.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How have you found that yourself? Because you, you've you done a few. Have you found... Doing- As in
0: how I found flips?
1: Yeah. How how have you found the general process of doing it? Because obviously, I guess you can do a bit of a comparison you've got yeah buy to let that you have bringing you stable cash. Mm. And you've got the flips, which you're doing a bit of no work to them and then trying to sell stuff. yeah it, it, i mean
0: yeah. Uh, it is always sad selling a house because you yeah. know that it's an asset and it could yeah. work sometimes it doesn't work to keep it like the numbers just don't work to keep mm. cuz the price is so high but the rent is not as high like in london so the yield's not very big yeah but i think apart from that like i prefer flips because i can spend more yeah. i can have a better kitchen a better bathroom i can go proper high end and functional but whereas in a rental it's more Mine are good looking and they're better than most, I would say. Mm-hmm. But they're still functional, durable. They're not as sexy, stylish, crazy yeah. as I do in my flips. So I prefer flips for that sense. Yeah. Um, I like cash flow. I like having chunks of cash. I probably prefer having chunks of cash, to be fair, because it's like people want passive income. Okay, let's say I, my portfolio is bringing in 50 grand a year. Mm-hmm. I did one flip that bought me 58 grand, I think it was. Wow. Let's say it bought me. it was meant mm-hmm. to bring me... I think it was more than 58. It was meant to bring me a lot more, but got delayed. Long story, blah, 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 Like, let's say it bought me 50. Would I rather have 50 grand month by month from humans who could decide not to pay rent and in this country, get away with it? Or do I want 50 grand up front and I'll just pay myself monthly? Which yeah. one is truly passive? It's, it's the lump of cash. Yeah. I started thinking about that. I thought, yeah, this makes sense. Like, okay, there's no capital appreciation. Fine. Yeah. I've sold the house. Okay, but if you give me 50 grand, I bet you I can make 20% on it doing something. Yeah. So I'm starting to prefer flips uh, because I've already got an existing portfolio. But I mm. think doing a balance of both is really, really important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And do you feel like you'll do more of that in 2023?
0: I think I will. It depends, you know, because as I launch my restaurant business and I buy businesses, if they are generating a good lump of kind of cash flow per yeah. month, then I'll probably will look more heavily at flips to get the yeah. big chunks every, you know, few months or so. If, you know, maybe they're not so cash flowy and they're more lumpy cash for whatever reason mm-hmm. type of business it is, then I'll look to get in more cash flow. in. I yeah. do want to build the portfolio though, just yeah. to have more assets. Yeah. More I assets, mean, more assets. And more assets right? Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Right. So it will definitely be a case of what's the market saying? Mm-hmm. What's the spreadsheet saying? What is my life spreadsheet saying? Mm-hmm. Like where do I need to be at? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, it'll be a combination. It's always a combination for me of spreadsheet yeah. and what I want to do. Yeah, spreadsheet says no. Yeah,
1: like it's especially like your numbers and yeah, the okay. numbers per deal. Okay, so
0: like people say to me, "Oh, Ted, what's the minimum you'd accept? What's this?" And I say, "Well, look, if your spreadsheet isn't working out, mm. like don't do the deal. Like, yeah. what does your spreadsheet say? Mm. Like, is this a good deal? What does your spreadsheet say? Okay, because what's a good deal for you is not a good deal for me, and yeah. vice versa. So it's all about having that spreadsheet that's tailor made as well or tailor edited to suit your requirements. yeah, And also knowing what you want. Mm-hmm. Like you could be happy with a 10% return on your property. I'm not. I'm getting 40, 50 unlimited because there's no money in. Mm. But if you're happy with that, don't look at me and say, I need those tech deals. Yeah. Oh, do your 10% deals. <laughs> yeah. Like, And if you get more, Perfect. everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah. you know. So w- do what works for you. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I literally forgot the question on my head. I was wondering, oh, I'll let you drink drink, drink some water. <laughs> 2023, are there, so you said that you buy property in Wales, um, mostly in Wales. Is that where you'll be looking at in 2023, continue in Wales, or will you start <sighs> to government, move to somewhere else?
0: The government is a bit, mm, they're socialist. No issue with socialism, but they're backwards. Okay. And they have a lot of policies that go against, they hate landlords like all governments seem to do. Um, misdirected energy, I think. And I think it's going to be a tough place to invest as we move forward. Okay. However, my builder is there. My team is there. Everything is there. So, you know, it depends. I'm going to keep, you know, keeping an eye on the government and the regulations and the things they're bringing in. Um, I'm not sort of afraid of, um, doing it close. I've done like two deals close to me. Yeah, I I actually somewhat prefer them far away now because they're like hear no evil, see no evil. You know, like my <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the deals yeah. that all are all done. Yeah, so I will continue um, there because I've spent years building my network and my people there. It just makes sense. However, let's see what the government do because yeah. you know that is a an important point.
1: Yeah, and some I was wondering, like throughout our conversation, you, you mentioned you were mentioning a few things that you look at. Um, what what other things do you look at when you're assessing a, a deal? whether it's viable for you to, to go forward with it.
0: So spreadsheet is key. Yeah. Like especially doesn't work. Nothing else matters. Yeah. But you know, things like, is it close to an employer, hospital, yeah. industrial park? Is it in a nice area? Mm-hmm. Google Street View can tell you this. Yeah. How do you feel when you walk around the area? Um, are these houses like standard or non-standard construction? Is it a council estate? Is it not? Yeah. And again, there's stigma around council estate, but some of these houses are so well built, but you also got to consider the rents might be different. The yeah. perception might be different. Uh, I also look at, uh like garden size now Mm -hmm. especially with covid like post covid i know it's always cold and rainy here but people still (laughs) like you know a certain size of garden not too big um the space in the house what can we do here Mm -hmm. if it's a two bed can we make a three bed if not fine um i look at the main thing is a spreadsheet is like are there comparables on this street that mean this is a good deal or is it priced so close to that end value that this is just a write-off yeah you know so it's pretty much spreadsheet. Once I've done the area research, which takes hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of, you know, like false starts and changing direction, things like that. Once you've done that, it really is focused on that spreadsheet. Yeah. You know, the employer stuff is, is important, but people will still live like I do in the middle of nowhere in yeah. a Hamlet in the countryside <laughs> because they want to, you know, yeah. like, you know, where I live, for example, we are renting at the moment. There are like 29 viewings on it. And when really? I see Hamlet, there's like 60 people, like more chickens than humans. Like it's proper countryside. Yeah. It's close to a lot of towns, but that's the demand on it. Yeah, And when houses go for sale on here, they're gone. So, you know, you've got, there, there's a target market for everyone and everything. There's a standard, you know, close to employers and hospitals, but there's also a people like to live where they like to
1: live. they like, yeah, just like the countryside sometimes. Yeah. so Quiet and peace. It, but thing. it is
0: mainly spreadsheet. Yeah. Like, because if the numbers don't work yeah. you can't force them to work yeah. and if they don't work nothing else matters yeah. it could be the best street in the bet, but if it doesn't work why am i doing it
1: yeah i mean very very it. true very very true you know throughout our conversation i was trying to figure out like for you know for a lot of especially beginners they'll say okay we're go- we're going to do all the um education we're going to learn from whoever we need to learn from but for some people i guess saying that 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 little bit of a pick where maybe they don't have a high earning job. Mm -hmm. So they, they may not be able to, to pull up the deposit themselves, but then, then raising money, like what would be their credibility to even raising money anyway? They wouldn't have any, right? So they're almost in a catch 22, 22. There's nothing they can really do. Mm -hmm. So I guess on that point, I know that there's other ways that people, I I know that you're starting a series and I wanted to bring it here on the podcast if, Mm -hmm. if possible. So you did one, we're talking about um, how can you start with property in one thousand? Yep. But instead of one thousand, let's go a bit higher, five thousand. So, how could somebody uh start in property with with five thousand or less, for example?
0: So, uh, the first way, the first obvious way is you don't start. Okay? Yep. you keep saving, you keep earning, keep investing to get more. Secondly, you can spend some of that on your education, which will teach you how to raise finance, yep. how to do what you need to do. Yep. Uh, and your self-education, networking events, just yep. being you know a a better person, I suppose. Yeah. The actual property strategies you can do, one is deal sourcing. Mm -hmm. Great, great way to get into the best way to get into property because you do the whole sequence, you know, from start, refurb, everything, but just for someone else. Decent money as well. And you get in bed with estate agents, build it. It's just great for you to start. Like I said, many of them are bad. So there's deal sourcing and you can do that for less than 5k. Like there's rent to rent, which is some people call it subleasing. Essentially you're the landlord, I come and say, right, yep. you've got a big six bed house. I'm going to give you three grand a month. You normally get three and a half, but I'm guaranteeing it. No maintenance, nothing. You're like, all right, I have it. Here, no evil, nothing. I then rent it out per room for whatever, mm-hmm. or I do a service accommodation. I then make five grand a month. Yeah. After cost, blah, blah, blah. I'm netting 800 quid a month difference. You're getting your rent paid. You're happy. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. If it works out. Now, yeah. I, I say five grand or less because you probably might have to paint the place. Yeah. You know, you might have to furnish it, maybe pay you a deposit or like the first month's rent, things like that. So sort of anywhere from like three to sort of 10K is good for a rent to rent, depending on area. That's a very, very popular strategy for beginners. Yeah. Um, I looked at it. I just didn't yeah. need to do it. Yeah. So yeah, deal sourcing, rent to rent, or you just keep saving yeah. or you invest in yourself.
1: And this is to help you build that initial pot so you can yes. progress. in
0: And you have a bit yeah. of a case study. Yeah. Even if it's rent to rent, you yeah. can still say to someone, look. We're, we're adults, we can mm. do this property business, you know, mm. let's talk about investing, you know, yeah. having a case study or any experience, the doors just go, broop, yeah, and true. everyone runs in. Yeah. Cause they trust you now yeah. a bit more.
1: It's true. And you are, you are learning actually mm. on the job. It's just on, it's on the job um, learning and hopefully you can, you know, get a bit better. I wanted to ask you this question. So if you were to restart property again, what would you do differently?
0: As crazy as it is, I'd buy more houses.
1: <laughs> you'd buy, <laughs> wait, you do what you did, but just a but, bit crazier. But
0: crazy because COVID yeah. hit, right? Uh, and okay, if COVID yeah. didn't hit, yeah. it would have been 20 properties in like 12 months. Or so. Like it would have been yeah. more. Okay. So for me, as much as it broke me, mm. when you look back, you're like, yeah, yeah, it broke me, but I don't, I'm not in that moment now. I'm yeah. good. So yeah. it's like hindsight, right? You're like, yeah, that was really yeah. tough. I really hated that. And it yeah. really annoyed me. I'll do it again yeah. You know what I mean It's like yeah. that Toxic thing that we do As humans But I also yeah. know The result of it Is so good Yeah. So I genuinely Would buy more properties yeah. And I would have If it wasn't for COVID yeah. You know what To be fair I, I would have had a mentor yeah. I think I just got by With like the free education mm-hmm. And because I started A podcast yeah. so I was interviewing people So yeah week. You
1: kind of get Mentorship in yeah, a way. it's very strange because I'm sure you didn't start the podcast for that reason, but it just it yeah, became, it just kind of became that too. Yeah. But
0: I would, I think I would have had a mentor who yeah. like I could go to, even just for my sanity, like every week <laughs> or month, and be like, "Dude, my builder said this. Is this true? Yeah. Like, I'm struggling with this, or like I'm raising finance. I've done these four methods. What what else can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, or for them to be like, "How's the project going? Show me the pick." You know, like I do with my mentees, I know the difference it makes in some of them. Some of them are mm-hmm. achieving incredible things already. And I know the conversations they're having with me, I think I don't have anyone to have these conversations with. Yeah, I just had to talk to myself, you know, or people to my friends in my network. And that's never a mentee relationship as yeah. much as it is casually. It's never like, yeah, so what are you doing? Why yeah. haven't you done your targets? Why haven't you hit this? Yeah. What's, you know, it's, and so I think having a mentor would have guided me along the way a lot better. And I would have bought more houses and I would have just been healthier Um, in a few ways, and it would have just guided me. Yeah, it would have given me something that I didn't have, and you know, probably had less issues. Like I've had so many cowboy refurbs Mm -hmm. that now I think I'm clear of them. But up until maybe six months ago, I was getting calls saying, "Hey, this fell off, or this came off," and I'm like, "That was cowboy, Chrissy did that." Wow, I'm like, I didn't even remember. Like. I wanted to fix I don't think I'd have those if I had a mentor yeah like if I really seriously had a mentor like right we're doing it once a week Mm -hmm. because I needed it that much given how much I was growing for six months done yeah like it would have just I would have been even more of a monster in a machine
1: wow wow I love that absolutely love that and you mentioned at the beginning property sounding like you might just be going away what's what's the reason for that
0: property is so antiquated it's so outdated everyone's a dinosaur Mm. it's just we we need properties on the blockchain as nfts you know like we we're just so far from the rest of the world in tech Mm -hmm. and as someone who's impatient and someone who can't stand injustice or Mm. i mean a big word to use for like the sector being really old but like who can't stand like just dumb things yeah like if you're a painter why? and you but you can't paint well why you're not a painter you're an idiot Do you know what I mean? Like your job title is idiot. Yeah. So like things are that I can't stand. Yeah. And same with property. I'm like, why haven't you responded to my email? Mm. So why is it taking you six weeks to shuffle your papers? Yeah. Like shuffle them and get them. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so I just think this is stupid. Yeah. For the result, it's stupid. Mm. So that annoys me. And I I was always going to set up a restaurant and like a garage or maybe like a branding it. I was always going to do this stuff. And right yeah. now I'm at an ex- expiry date, an mm. expiry period of, I've gone off, you know what I mean? I'm getting dashed out of the supermarket back. Like I'm yeah. I'm out of date for property. I've done what I need to do. Mm-hmm. I will always buy property, like I said, because yeah. it's an asset, like I'll always buy stocks. Mm. But I just have an interest in so many other things. Yeah. And I need that change because my mind, and again, probably another reason why I haven't produced content apart from life, mm. is because I haven't been driven to yeah. be passionate about making that content.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so because of that, it's time for a change. You know, yeah. I've got so many things I'm interested in. I want to talk about, right. Yeah. Health, fitness, cars, mm-hmm. um, you know, branding, businesses, food. There's so much I'm passionate about. Yeah. I can't really talk about it when it's Tej talks property, and also you notice it doesn't say property on my brand. Yeah. It okay, has never so you already property. started making. Okay. This was from day one. So you know. So I knew yeah. in I knew in twenty eighteen that test talks is going to be more than property. Yeah. Which is why I never had it okay. printed or, or on smart. any smart foresight. Yeah.
1: Wow. So the next thing for you sounds like it's going to be the restaurant. When's that? When are you planning to so launch that?
0: I'm trying to buy restaurants at the moment okay. instead to kind okay. of. Are you going to buy it and change or buy to learn? Case by case. So I'm trying to buy businesses in general. One of them being restaurants. Mm. If, you know, it doesn't happen by February, I can't buy one. I'll launch sort of end of Feb time. Mm. But right now I'm focused on changing my brand. I've got like a group of my friends in like a focus group. And we're going through how it's going to change, where it's going to change, how we're going to do it. When that happens, and that'll take a bit of time and everything needs to change. And I've got to record lots of podcasts. I'm building like a studio in my office at home. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be yeah. nice. Uh, once that happens, then I can launch it. But okay. I mean, you know, I'm at the stage of not ready to launch, but the research is like, I've got huge, huge spreadsheets and documents. Yeah. We're getting good to go yeah. pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Just need to launch. Yeah. just need to launch. Yeah. <laughs> need to launch. Thank you so much, Tage. It's nice. No, it's, been, it's been amazing speaking That's to you I today. Um, where can people find you?
0: So, if you type Tedge Talks into anywhere, you should yeah. find me straight away. But mm-hmm. Instagram is probably the easiest place to get hold of me. But yeah. YouTube, uh, Amazon, uh, any, any podcast player, including Spotify. Uh, yeah. Find me Facebook as well. But yeah, Instagram is where I respond the most.
1: Awesome. awesome. Do you have any uh, final words for the listeners?
0: Oh, final words. Yeah. If you're going to do something, do it properly. And if you're going to commit to something, commit fully it's okay if it doesn't work out. It's okay if it fails. It's okay to make mistakes, but don't go into something half assed and don't spend too long reading, analyzing. The amount of people who say, oh, Ted, I've spent three years just learning. I'm like, you're an idiot. What have you spent? How, like, it's not that deep. Like, okay, there's a lot to learn, but come on. So people like take action. Don't get stuck in analysis paralysis. Speak to us. Speak to someone who's doing what you want to do and do what you want to do. Yeah
1: fantastic amazing amazing uh, as you hear it ladies and gentlemen listeners uh you've heard it from the man himself tage talks um yeah no it's been great uh speaking to you thank you so much for being transparent and just giving us a complete understanding of what it takes to to you know because i think it's very easy for for many people to be like oh my god he you know he got 15 property in nine months like i'm just gonna jump into it and they don't understand what the realities um of of it is and how mm-hmm. difficult it is it's not that it's not possible mm-hmm. it is it's just very difficult <laughs> to Agreed. do very you know and you do ha- there are steps to it because mm-hmm. obviously you know you 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 had several things that a lot of other people weren't doing or course, wouldn't be yeah, doing yeah. right you started a podcast you put yourself out there you, you were building a brand and at the same time a lot of people wouldn't be doing that you oh, know sure. so yeah um really really grateful uh to have you here on the podcast listeners watchers i hope that you've enjoyed uh, this episode of take off experience and yeah we'll see you next week